Skillet decided to give us all sneakers before mm. we hit record. So mm. then the first half hour is probably going to be a lot of chewing. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, what's going on? Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Kick, Kick Out. Out. Your name is what? My name is Ace. My name is Skillet. My name is Tay. No flu today. No flu today. Woo. Flu is at the Oz Arena. NBA stars. NBA stars. He's hosting he's, them. He's networking. He's, he's doing big things, man. He's doing the but big things, man. Uh, we are here to give you a weekly rundown. Which I'm gonna stop saying that. But we're gonna here to give you some wrestling stuff because <laughs> it ain't been happening weekly. But it did happen last week. It did. So we're on a roll. Yeah. We're, I mean, two, 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 two episodes in one week. We're getting there. Two yeah. for two this year. That's good. You know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully this episode will be out this week. Exactly. <laughs> Why? Well, hopefully, it will be out. Um, and we still got loads of NXT UK stuff left over that we need to give you. Uh, last week we gave you the very big performance center special. Yep. Uh, interviews from Finn Balor Charlotte Triple H uh, Pete Dunne Rhea Ripley Mustache Martin check that out go back on the archives the episode previously to this one is out now episode 107 at the Performance Centre that's right <laughs> that yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, you guys were up in Blackpool the whole weekend mm. well, it was yeah well Flew was it no Flew had to go mm. so after this sounds really bad no it's fine right, go on. so after the <laughs> After the performance center, Flew had to duck out and do some work with his indigo. I jumped on the bus with the other press guys and we were transported from bus to Houston Station. Got off the bus. Say again, what station? Houston. Okay. If you said Houston. I did say Houston. Okay. Houston. <laughs> Got up. Then, you know, Dan Humphreys. Shout out to the WWE team. Shout out to Dan Humphreys. Shout out to Joel. Dan Humphreys. Joe Quinn. They, not, they took care of us this weekend. They were really nice to us. Yeah. Dad made an announcement on the bus. Hey, does anybody need to get something to eat before we get on the train? Right. It's going to be a long drive. Mm-hmm. I figured to myself, shit, okay. Went to Mark's Spencer. Yeah. Bought some food. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to tell you exactly what I bought. Okay. You know what I mean? Seemed proper. Mm-hmm. Bought some food. Had it on. One? I don't know. I'm going to guess you had a wrap of some sort. I had a, a duck wrap. There you go. Duck wrap. That was actually going to be my guess. Blueberry muffins. Uh, I didn't guess that. And um, what did I have to drink? I think it was um, you know what was them, um, them smoothie. No, what them things there? The um, the canned drinks that Spanish uh, Spanish lemonade drinks. Oh, Sam Pellegrino. Yeah, something like that. One of them oh, things, okay. right? Yeah, Sat next drink. to Josh Lawless, who helped us a lot. Nicky Cow from from talks um, from um, Uni Uni Sport. Yeah, Sports Bible. Sorry, <laughs> Uni Sport. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Tell us to him. You're thinking of Uni Lab. I am. Okay, go. But then they take us onto the back on a back stage thing what on the train. So we didn't go through Houston Station how you would normally go with the tickets. Mm-hmm. There was like a back door. No okay. way. They let us through, and everybody's looking at us on the stage like, "Who are these guys?" <laughs> we jump on the train. Yeah, wait, hold on. Were you with Triple H and them and there? So Triple H mm-hmm. and some of the most of the wrestling guys were on some other thing, but the UK guys were with us. So the UK Finn Balor, well, Finn Balor as well. Finn Balor, Charlotte was on the same train as us. As you, yeah, and oh, wow. and uh, Pete Dunne and Trent Seven, and all them. They were all Heavy. there. So we go into this train, mm-hmm. and had two carriages: one for just the wrestlers, one for the press. Right. The the, the train was first class. The whole train. The, 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 they had the NXT takeout signs everywhere on the on the seats. Nice. No way. They had food, great food. They drinks. No way. No, um, um, dessert. I was like, yo, why did I buy something else? I'm gonna say, I, I need that money, man. <laughs> yeah, they really took care of us, man. Really? They did, them, yeah. Obviously, they, they had to ask me what what Tay wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. You know. Cause Luckily, they, I told them. him that I like steak. So yeah, steak. totally steak, sterling. For when you got up there, obviously. Got to Blackpool, okay. Um, met up with Tay, my homegirl Tay. Met me at the hotel. Mm-hmm. We just chilled that night. I think. What did we do that night? Because it was we had no press that night. No. What did we go to that? But was that we went to that bar that we went to the strip club we went to get something to eat that's what it was oh yeah 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 we went yeah, to get yeah. something to eat and then we had, we had an <laughs> early night which is good Tay and I need to have a yeah. good early night which is good because if it was up to me I would have probably partied you would have yeah. even though there's nobody out in Blackpool at that time no one but Tay was like let's have an early night and then it was good because in the morning we had press like 9 in the morning we had breakfast and we felt fresh energised and I believe our first interview was with the young grizzly veterans the grizzled young veterans grizzled young veterans you keep saying it wrong to them Zach Gibson <laughs> And James and Drake. James Drake. And this is the interview. Yeah. The kicker. I am here with 
maybe, potentially, the new NXT UK Tag Team Champions, the Grizzled Young Veterans, James Drake, Zach Gibson. I'm, by the way, my name's Skillet. <laughs> nice to meet you both. How are you both feeling today? It's the uh, biggest, biggest day in British wrestling, so naturally a little bit nervous, a little bit excited. Easily the biggest tag team match of our career, so... Uh, nice little early bed, early night's sleep, and all well and prepared, and um, as prepared as you're ever going to be for something as monumental as this. But uh, of, course, of course, this is a special moment for both for both of you. Obviously, you being the hometown boy, this must be a really, really special occasion. Did you ever think something like this would ever happen? Uh, so I was actually reflecting on this this morning. It's so weird. Uh, I started my journey 13 years ago, and I've literally travelled the world to get something like this, like this opportunity tonight. But yet, this opportunity is five minutes away from where I grew up and it's just it's, yeah it's just such a surreal moment for me like we came out the hotel this morning and it is literally a mile away from where I grew up <laughs> and it's just it's a, it's a weird one I still haven't got my head around it we both we both met at like early days training so I was 15 he was 13 we both more or less started a couple of weeks between each other and uh, like I say both been doing it for 13 years and we did talk about this all the time because we we took tag team belts over in China and things like that. And we're on the other side of the world trying to get an opportunity with WWE. And we qualified for it in Liverpool, five minutes away from my house. And tonight, all being well, we're going to take those belts home, <laughs> five minutes away from his house. So. You're no strangers to your opponents, Mustache Mountain. Um, do you have any strategies going in for tonight that's going to be different from anything you experienced before? Well, ultimately, we... We've been doing this for 13 years alongside each other. We run a training school together, so we have constant, you know, every single week, three or four sessions together, honing our craft, like practicing our techniques, practicing our moves. The most prepared and complete tag team anywhere in the world. And on the flip side, Tyler Bates spends more time <laughs> shopping in Topshop for his new new buttonless T-shirts and uh, Trent Seven. Uh, Trent Seven spends a couple of hours a week in the mirror looking at his moustache. So I you're just, saying that you're, you're more serious than they are? Ten times more serious. It's not, even, it's not even in the same conversation. So that's what gives us the edge against them tonight. You're from Liverpool. Yeah. So this, this could be a very exciting year for you. Not only could you become new tag team champions of NXT UK, Liverpool could also bring home the Premier League. Do you think both will happen? Yeah, definitely. I mean, our, my city knows a thing or two about you know, winning tournaments, winning silverware and... By all means, I would. I just cared. I always wanted to win some, win something for the city. But I'm absolutely rotten at football. So, <laughs> hopefully, in a couple of years, it's going to read five European cups, all being well this year. 19 leagues, WWE UK tournament champion 2018, and first ever NXT UK tag champs. Yesterday, um, WWE announced the opening of the UK Performance Center. Um, obviously, where you guys come from, you've worked through a lot of independent circuits, a lot of you know. <laughs> rotten down gyms to get to where you are. What does the UK performance center mean to both of you? Uh, what it means to us is everything, to be honest. Like, we, we have travelled around the world honing our craft, but yet all it takes is half an hour with Shawn Michaels to then flip everything on, on its side. And it is one of them where we have spent the week with the likes of Matt Bloom, uh, Robbie Brookside, Johnny Moss, and Shawn Michaels. And just, you, you get these little glimpses and it just completely flipped things on the head and you're like, oh my God, I've never thought of it like that. And then on the opposite, on the, on the other side of that, where we, we trained in bumpy rings where it was kind of like a charm that the, the ropes were messed up or the, the canvas was all over the place. But no, this place, state-of-the-art. We've got two state-of-the-art rings. We've got this state-of-the-art uh, strength conditioning environment with Sean Hayes. Just everything, like, it's just the way it's built you'd struggle to fail in such an environment, in such a positive learning environment. It's unreal, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like I said, I, I met him 13 years ago at a, at a training school where we were both... Like, I actually started in a dingy little building in Runcorn. <laughs> um, yours was Morecambe, wasn't it? Preston. Preston. You started in a dingy little place in Preston. We actually met then in this little place in Morecambe, and it looks like a scene from Saw. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wallpaper falling off the walls, sweat <laughs> everywhere. And, like, I, I wouldn't change that for... You know, I wouldn't change that for anything because that's what's made us yeah, grizzled, that's what's yeah. made us what we are. That being said, now we've got the same opportunities that the, um, the top American guys have, so we've got this state-of-the-art performance centre. It just gives you the gives you that edge against any, anyone else. Like I'm, I'm struggling to put it into words because there's never been anything like this in this country. The two rings are just pristine. We've got like direct one-on-one -on -one feedback with guys like Shawn Michaels. That's, that's unbelievable. <coughs> like, 
tried, touched on it before, didn't you? Know, it can take us two or three years to, to figure out these little nuances of what we do. And then Shawn Michaels can tell us something equally as important in five minutes. And um, already the acceleration, the, the graph looks like this, you know, trying to get him better, get him better, get him better. A couple of weeks with Shawn Michaels, Matt Bloom, Robbie Brookside, straight up. So I, I feel like that's going to reflect this Saturday today well congratulations on on the you know the title shot in the Monka tennis good luck tonight um i'm rooting for you guys so hopefully you guys will bring home the day thank you so much good kick out and what do you guys think like do you think like people not to say that people have got no personality but do they have you you guys when to spoke to them do they have the characters i feel like they do need? have the characters now mm. i think maybe at the beginning where they were trying to figure it out like on the shows when i was watching well i've watched a few very few so I watched a few from the beginning they were just trying to figure it out but they're from this takeover I think this takeover showed that they've they've found their niche they could do with some extra bits inside but they're they're, they're quite good as they are right so it's not like they don't have any like personalities I think they've got some really good heels they've got some good faces and everything they could do they could do with some extra but if they found they found their their path right I mean yeah I, I would say they've got I mean I think Definitely, there will be. It'll be nice to have a lot more characters, mm. but they've got some like Zach Gibson's a great heel. Yeah, definitely. Uh, James Drake's a great worker. Um, you know, Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. They they know themselves. I mean, I think in terms of cutting promos, they still have a far way to go. But at least they still know who they are and in terms of their characters. So yeah, I think they still have strong characters. I believe, I believe they do. Cool. And now that Walter's in there, it's, yeah. Can we have another interview? Yeah, uh, this is with Rhea Ripley. Uh, at the time, she was the NXT UK Women's Champion. The Kickout! We're here at the first NXT UK takeover in Blackpool. We're here with Rhea Ripley. Um, Rhea, you've been in a match with Tony Storm before, um, and you defeated her to win the first NXT UK t- uh, Women's title. <laughs> How are you feeling about today's match against Tony? I'm very, very excited for today. To be a part of the first ever NXT UK TakeOver is just insane to me. And to be able to defend my NXT UK Women's Championship is just a whole nother level of insanity. It's funny because, like, you know when you're a kid at Christmas time and you just can't sleep because you're so, so excited? That was me last night. Like, I went to sleep at 1. I forced myself to go to sleep. I probably could have stayed up a lot later. And then I woke up at 5 o'clock this morning and I couldn't get back to sleep, so I ended up just going to the gym. But I'm I'm on a whole other level right now. I'm just... The nerves haven't kicked in just yet, but they will later on. <laughs> I mean, that's a testament to your hard work, you know, from a young girl growing up in Australia to get to where you are today. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, so this is not no small thing for you. This is, a, this is everything right now. Um, but um, what was that journey like, you know, growing up, becoming a wrestling... Do you remember your earliest wrestling memory? Um, I remember sitting down on the floor watching it with my dad. It was really hard to watch wrestling in Australia unless you had Foxtel. And we didn't have Foxtel to start with, so my family friends actually showed me my first match, and it was against Triple H and Ric Flair, and from then on I was just, like, hooked. It was... The one on Monday Night Raw, I believe. Was it that one? I'm not even sure. I was so little, man. I was so young. But I think it was, like, a no-DQ match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was insane. So from then on I just loved it. I remember watching it with my dad whenever we could but I played sports on Saturday and Sunday and it was always like Sunday morning when I was busy so it was really hard to watch and then we finally got Foxtel and then you could record it so I would record every single WWE event that was there to record and then watch it and not do homework so (laughs) (laughs) that was it that was just your life pretty much yeah yeah. wrestling became my everything and then I found indie promotion in Queensland when we went on a family holiday with the same friends and um <clears throat> we we absolutely loved it. I'm pretty sure. I'm not even sure, actually. I was so young. I'm not sure if Tony Storm was actually on that show. Because she's a Queensland girl, so, you know, she could have been. She started when she was very young, and I believe she could have been on that show, which is weird to me. Um, so then I went back to Adelaide, and I just needed to find an indie promotion that I could go watch and I found Riot City Wrestling and loved it from then on and I was like you know what I'm going to do this like sorry mum and dad but I'm going to be a wrestler so I tried out and got in I was like it's funny because I went there so often all the wrestlers knew me as the crazy girl in the crowd 
like I was one of those fans that just screamed and you're like can you shut up you're hurting my ears like shut up you young little girl and <laughs> so I started I had my try and all that they're like oh the crazy fans here and I got in and they learned to love me yeah, you're, not, you're not a crazy <laughs> fan no more no exactly P- people love to draw parallels between you and Tony yes. you know people try to say how you're the Tony oh. Stone ripoff well, does that end tonight Man, that frustrates me so very much when people say that because I am nothing like Tony Storm. We are two completely different people. And if they could just take the time to go back and watch my independent stuff and just get to know me as a human being, they will understand that me in the ring is me in life. Because when I was younger, I used to wrestle in a Suicide Silence shirt and a Pierce the Veil shirt. I love my bands. I'm seriously the mosh pit kid. I used to go to mosh pits and act exactly like I do in the ring these days. I used to just kick people in the face. I'm not even joking. I remember this one time we had a wall of death, which is like where the singer splits the crowd and you split up. There's like a gap in the middle. And when they start screaming, you run at each other right. and then just fight pretty much. Yeah, I've seen that on YouTube. I've seen that. Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not even joking you. I was across from this giant man. And he just looked at me and he's like, oh man, like why am I across from this little skinny girl? And I was ready to go. I was pulling like this angry ass little face and I was like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him so good because he's not expecting anything from me. He's expecting me to be a little chump and I'm going to show him that I'm not a little chump. (laughs) So legit we ran at each other and he sort of like hesitated at the last minute and I just like legit forearmed him in the face I'm not even kidding I wasn't even wrestling at this point and I just forearmed him straight in the face and then afterwards like at mosh pits I'd have people come up to me and just be like you're that girl from the pit you're fully sick bro you're crazy and I'm just like yeah that's me huh what you gonna do about it huh so legit <laughs> my, my wrestling character is just me yeah it's not a rip off from like not a rip off of anyone. Yeah. The faces that I pull, I get Pete Dunn all the time. You look like Pete Dunn's sister. Oh my god, it's Pete Dunn. Are you the same person? No, we're not the same person. I just uploaded a photo of both of us standing next to each other. We are not the same person. <laughs> the faces that I pull are faces that my coaches back home used to pull all the time as a joke and they've just stuck on my face and I can't get rid of them. I don't mean to do them. I don't want them to look like Pete Dunn. But they happen because it's just the moods that I feel and I express it with those face expressions for some strange reason. And you're going to prove it tonight. Exactly. Exactly. I'm probably going to pull a lot of them tonight. Let's be honest. I'm going to look like an absolute weirdo, but it's going to be amazing. And you'll be be victorious. Thank you for your time, Rio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck tonight. Good luck tonight. Thank you. (laughs) The kick out. Rio Ripley there. Mm. She was lovely, innit? She was awesome. Yeah. She was funny. Mm. She loved. She was talking about this brawl. Obviously, you just heard it just now. Mm. But how, how feisty she is. And, okay. And uh, golly. Golly. She said golly. Yeah, she, she didn't use golly. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. She said yes. golly. She didn't say golly. Okay. <laughs> but um, but yeah, now she's she's awesome. I really love her. So is yeah. Zach and so is James Drake. Yeah, well. yeah, really they nice. were cool. They were cool um, guys. And I felt the um. I um, actually left uh, Tay on the lurch and abandoned her to go and interview Fabian. Yeah, this interview that you're about to hear from uh, Skillet and with Fabian Aikner, basically he was about to leave. He was about to leave. He was getting up. So Skillet went to um, Joe. Joe. She's like, Joe, is he about to leave? I want to interview him. So Joe was like, yeah, sure. Skillet takes the, what do you call this microphone thing? The the Zoom. That thing. Unplugs my mic no and runs to him. You know how it is, Ace. You did it for the team. You, you have to do it for the team. Yeah. And it's uh, cut for business. It's cut for business. You know what I mean? So I had to super kick Tay in order to win the belt. And I felt like I did that. It was a barbershop moment. So this is the interview with myself and Fabian Eichner. It's quite terrible, but this is not a good interview. Yeah. It was rushed. The kick out. And here with up and coming NXT UK superstar and potentially, in my opinion, will be the future of the business. Fabian Eichner, nice to meet you, brother. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling about this weekend? And, and uh, you know, NXT, unfortunately, I know you're not on the bill, but um, how are you feeling about this? This is the, the first of many and obviously you will be on the bill one day. Um, so how's it, how's it feeling for you right now? I like what you said last night. I, will <laughs> yeah, be I had the, to save myself there. <laughs> I will be on TakeOver. But uh, no, I'm feeling very excited. It's been a long time coming and uh, actually get the chance to walk down the TakeOver stage. 
I'm a very big believer in hard work paying off. So uh, I've been working in the PC for about a year and a half now. And uh, it's a lot of hard work. So this is my opportunity. And you can bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to take it. Now, um, first time I was introduced to you, uh, well, actually, I knew about you in the independence. But when you were actually officially signed a part of the Cruiserweight Classic and you had so much of these independent stars and so many people from different names, from different areas, you actually hailed from Italy, representing your homeland. And you came and you had a great match with Jack Gallagher. And I actually was wishing that you were in the next round, but it doesn't matter. But any day, I thought for me that you were one of the standouts of that tournament. And what has that tournament meant for you and what it's done for your career? I mean, that tournament it means the world. There's a question before, like, what's the most important moment or the most, like, the, the moment that stood out the most? I would say it's definitely that match because, first of all, the preparation for that match was the hardest I've ever done. I, I dropped 30 pounds in three yes, weeks of course, yes, to make the yes. weight limit. So I did that. I just, like, didn't drink, didn't eat anymore on the way over, finally made the weight. But the fact that the match went as good as it did and it actually got me my contract, it's, I would definitely say this is, like, the the greatest moment of my career so far because I wouldn't be standing here talking to you if it wasn't for that match. So I, I, I think that's, that's, that's definitely the case. Um, and then after that, you obviously went on to uh, NXT in, in the States. You did, did a few matches there. You formed a tag team recently, haven't you? We did. Yeah. Marcel Bartel yeah. and I became the European Union. Yeah. And uh, it's funny enough because we wrestled a lot in Germany. The both of us yeah. wrestled a lot in England. Never ever met each other. Right. So the first time we met was actually when we both uh, started. We both started the same day in uh, the PC. And we just got along right away, and uh, we're like, you know what? Let's join forces. Let's yeah. let's show them what we can do, and uh, it's going pretty well so far. For someone with your size, you, you're quite a big lad, but you, you can fly in that ring so gracefully. Um, who were your influences, great and growing up? Um, I would say definitely like, since you're talking about the high flying stuff, definitely Rey Mysterio. Always been a big fan. Like he was actually, I saw wrestling on TV. But it seemed so larger than life to me that like, I just liked watching it. I never even thought about becoming a wrestler myself. But I saw a DVD special about Rey Mysterio and how he started, Rey, uh, started wrestling in uh, Mexico and all that. And I was like, you know what, that'd be pretty cool to do myself. So Rey Mysterio was definitely a very big influence. Shawn Michaels, very big influence, which is crazy to think that he's one of the coaches in the PC now and he'd give me feedback. Exactly. Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, those are like my favorites. And lastly, obviously, you're, you hail from Italy. Um, what does it mean when you go back there and you perform for the Italian crowd? Like, because obviously, wrestling. I mean, were you born in Italy? I was born and raised in yeah. uh, northern Italy. It's yeah. called South Tyrol, but it's not the Italy that you think of because sure. it's like in the very, very north. It's in the middle of the mountains and the Alps. And the fact that I'm the first Italian wrestler in 60 years Absolutely. it makes me makes me very proud to be able to continue Bruno Sammartino's legacy. Exactly. He's one of the greatest of all time Absolutely. and still very well known in Italy. So it's like you're I'm, next. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say good luck to you, man. I think I think you're doing outstanding work, and I can't wait to see you uh, elevate. You did something involved recently as well. You became a champion. I did. Yeah. yeah so you know, there's only so much things for you to go in the future. So all the best, Fabian. Just want to say thank you for your time, my friend. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you very all much. The best, Appreciate man. Take care. The kick out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be one for the future, I believe. Yeah. I think so. I think he's going to do. Big things are going on. Big things. He's, he's in a tag team with Marcel Barfell. Yeah. Awesome tandem. They're called the European Nation. Yeah. Should be interesting because of what's going on right Ooh, now. Yeah. All the Brexit. Yeah, okay. they have the European Union flag for me. She's been putting the ankle up. She definitely has. Been putting the crossface. Yes, yeah, she has. She's putting okay. a sharpshooter. The tequila sunrise. <laughs> She's tapping. She's tapping like a bartender. I tell ya, Theresa May is over. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something, Theresa May. You want to deal with the Brexit, sister. But you don't know what comes with the Brexit deal. Myself and the kick-out team and the 28-inch work pythons are going to show you that voting in was always the right decision. And that's the bottom line. Cause skinny legs and tay and flu said so. Why did you start off as Hulk and then turn into? I don't Hulk? know. <laughs> it was Hulk and then it went into Stone Cold. Was that weird? What is going on? What are you gonna do when the king got rose wild on your connection? Because he said racist things. <laughs> okay, now this next interview is with the number one contender for the U- NXT UK title, Joe Coffee. 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 He's from Scotland. And uh, he's one of a lad. He's a good guy. Check this out. The kick out. 
Joker I am here with the number one contender for the United Kingdom WWE Championship Joe Kofi how are you today I'm, I'm I was expecting you to, to walk in with Gallus you know Wolfgang and your brother had you know side by side intimidating me as I interview uh, but you seem very calm today very relaxed yeah, I'm a very calm, very relaxed performer. Uh, I know the task that I have at hand tonight, so just nice and relaxed into it. I gave, I spoke with Wolfgang and, and Mark. You know, I think this is something that I have to do for myself. So um, they're at the hotel, relaxing, and if if we need each other, then we know where we are. Um, you wrestled uh, Pete before, um, so you already know what to expect here. Um, do you have anything? strategy-wise, anything different from your previous matches that you've got planned? If I gave the strategy away, you know, you might be listening. <laughs> yeah, that's I, a good I, point. <laughs> I can't be given that, but Pete is an exceptional performer. I think he's uh, one in a generation. Um, he's someone that when you step in the ring with him, you improve. So I'm expecting big things for tonight. And he has this WWE UK Championship that he drapes from his mouth. Yes with his gum shield and tonight I plan on ripping that WWE UK title from his mouth I proclaim myself to be the Iron King I say that this is my kingdom well tonight that prophecy comes true I will be the king and I'll sit on top of the throne and people will know why exactly it is my kingdom I'm, I'm loving this by the way this, he's 600 days though he's 600 days as champion so he, he's coming into this match with so much confidence right now so I mean it's going to be a big task, but you feel you can handle the pressure. But that is when people are most vulnerable, when they're that confident. I love a challenge. 600 days, it's just a number to me. He's one man against an Iron King. Numbers, they, they really don't worry me. <coughs> I'm just looking forward to doing the task at hand. And doing it in such a style that is gallus. You know when I hit, I'm going to hit Pete Dunne with such malice and I'll do it with such a swag and a style that is Gallus. Right. I cannot wait to take that tonight. Well, I'm excited. Tay, you got any questions for Joe? He's, he's hyped up right now. So. Very hyped up. So, Tay, what got you into wrestling? Uh, been such a fan since I was a, a very, very young kid. It was that. Watching professional wrestling, watching WWE, uh, that and watching Celtic Football Club are my two earliest memories. Legit, my two earliest memories. Um, I had a VHS of World Tour 89-90 and watching matches as the Rockers versus the Rougeos and then I think it was the Ultimate Warrior versus Ted DiBiase in, in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, that is my, my earliest memories and the colour and just the characters and just the athleticism got me so wrapped up in it that I, that I had to do it. And then when I was 21, I'm 30 years old now, I was 21, I was at a crossroads in my life. I was at university, I was uh, in a rugby setup that was got almost going virgin uh, to go professional, uh, like that pathway, and then I just had this urge that I had to do it, and it was a, an itch that I had to scratch, and I've not looked back since then, so that pathway is what has got me sitting here in Blackpool right now. Okay. Was there a specific match or a person that could influence you? I think uh, if you were looking for a specific match, we would have a list that would probably as, yeah. as long as this room. Uh, one of my favourites growing up was Shawn Michaels, and it's you know sometimes I have to pinch myself when we're at the UK Performance Centre yesterday. I get to chat with him on a regular basis. I get to talk with him about professional wrestling. Um, that's a dream come true in itself, and you cannot that his advice and his time is so invaluable, and at the Performance Centre in London uh, we're so lucky to have them so for me that's a that's a personal influence there's a whole list of others but that is just a, a standout one from when, from when I was a, a young boy So what was your first encounter with Shawn, uh, Shawn Michaels? What was that like? It was at the Royal Albert Hall for the, the second uh, WWE UK Championship Tournament it was just it was really surreal uh, so I'm speaking from, from Joe Coffey the, 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 the real life person I was had to pinch myself a couple of times and then just get talking to him like, uh, and hearing what his aspects and what he thinks about wrestling you know, is something that I can buy into. So um, it was just a really, really nice moment to, to finally just say, hello, I'm Joe Coffey. So, yeah, it was I didn't speak to you back here. He did, he did, yeah. yeah no, he gave me some very good advice on the night. So. Yeah. And last question, um, 
Gallus is looking like a force to be reckoned with in the NXT UK. But is there, is there any other factions that you love watching growing up? Oh, and you can compare Gallus to. Uh, I always loved the Heart Foundation when I was growing up as well. Especially the, the, that duality of uh, in, in Canada being such heroes and in um, America uh, they were just the most hated people. Which I think will be a very interesting aspect if, you know, this is NXT UK, it's not NXT England, it's not NXT Wales, it's not NXT Ireland, and it's not NXT Scotland, but we've got to go some, there at some point, so I'll be very interested to see the reaction that we're going to get. At the end of the day, people cheer me or boo me, <coughs> these things do not bother me. I'm there to be myself, and I'm there to do what I want, because it's my kingdom. Well, good luck tonight. Thank you. I know you're going to do that. Thank you, Joe. The kick out. Yeah, that was that was fun. You think he's going to break the record? No, but obviously he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Yeah, watched it. No, he, did, he, did, he didn't win. He didn't win. Uh, he, he was never. He wasn't. Well, so, you can't say he was the num- he's the number one contender. Well, he was at the time. Oh, at the time. Is he okay? Yeah. Are you alright? I'm going to follow you guys. Okay. Take me where you need me to. Well, let's talk about let's talk about NXT UK. Where we start the um, tag team match. Well, before we get to the the actual pay per view, let's talk about the um, the pre shows. Is that alright with you? The pre matches. Well, we missed the, we missed the first one. And we saw Ligaro uh, versus Axon Huxley. We were there for that. Yeah, I didn't see us at the bar. You were at the bar getting me a drink. I do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, well, so I didn't see that. Ligaro looked uh, great, and he defeated him. Okay. Uh, then after that, you had Marcel Barfell, which I was talking about, and mm. Fabian Eichner versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. I tell you, you saw this match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good match. Um, I hadn't really seen much of... What's the other one? Marcel Barfell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, he's really good. He's yeah. really good. Um, and as a team, him and Eichner work really well together. I well, think they'll be a good, like a very good heel tag team. I believe in so, there. too. But one good spot I really enjoyed was when um, Flash Morgan Webster had... Did the, the leg up onto Mark Andrews and did a full yeah. some sort of flip. That was a good one. Full that was nice. And uh, Eichner and Marcel just looked great. And they won, which they is did, the, I felt was the right decision. Um, and uh, Ginny versus I- Isla Dawn. Ginny uh, G- or Ginny? Ginny. Ginny, yeah, yeah. She's, she's Indian. Okay. The reason I bring that up is because we're talking about the lack of diversity. diversity so far. So far. So early doors. It's still early doors. You know, Roy Johnson could be up in there. Roy's going to get in there. Um, Big wavy, you know. Chris Akabusi could be up in there. <laughs> we, <we're> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, Why did you say that? I don't know. What did you say? Are you okay? No. <laughs> I don't even know me. You know, if you don't give me the kick at sixty five and fifteen. You said Chris Akabusi though. Chris that Akabusi. is hilarious. Okay. Chris Akabusi. Um, okay. Ginny one. She's somebody yeah. they're gonna push. Yeah. I feel like the um, yeah. clock's strong backing like for her. And Alan Dawn is probably one for the future. Uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Oh, okay, let's talk about the actual card itself. Started with a beautiful. Um, this was a great, beautiful match. opening package. You know, they do them, the credits, opening credit packages. Yeah, yeah. yeah them vid- visual packages mm. to show the history of how the NXT UK came about, the mm. concept, the title itself, the title defenses. Um, Pete Dunne and how Mustache Man and Pete Dunne were kind of carrying it for a while, right. and now it's kind of feel like they've got so many stars in now that you know. Either them could even leave, you know. Right. Um, Do you think they will? Eventually. Okay. Um, and it kicked off with the young grizzled veterans. Grizzled young veterans. Isn't it? Grizzled young. <laughs> the grizzled young veterans. I don't know. Like grizzled young Mustache Mountain. Oh shit, I am wrong. Yeah, yeah. This is Mustache Mountain. And can we grizzled just say, young veteran. A beautiful tribute to the Bulldogs. Yeah, definitely. Yep, with their and David Boy Smith. Mustache might have come out dressed in the same kind of ring attire as yeah. the Bulldog yeah. designer. Good tribute. Great match. Best match of the card. That was fantastic. A fantastic match. A five star match for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't think, I thought it was over by then. Like, I'd seen the match, I was like, this is it. Really? It's done. There were so many calls. There were so many mid-pools. Tay and I kept jumping up our seats, going crazy. Uh, it was, it was, great it was amazing. Um, it was great. The, the, um, oh, the, the device spot outside. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. When um, James Drake, J- James Drake had, it, and then they did the clothesline through the ropes. Yeah, 
that was nice. Also, so the dudes there with the, the clothes that went through the road. somersault dive. Style. And then there was a near and the, fall. And the 450 splash. Yeah, he did well, them. I called a 450 and I figured that was going to be it. But it, it wasn't, was. yeah. And then Mustache Man was coming back, but then obviously Zach Gibson and James Drake won. The they are the first. NXT UK Tag Team Champions. History was made and we witnessed it. They did, we did. We uh, got to speak to them at both times. That's good. And we'll get the interviews with them because we got a winner's interviews after us for the next episode of Kick Out. You'll hear um, the interviews from the winners of NXT TakeOver UK. Um, next was supposed to be Travis Banks versus Jordan Devlin. Yep, so Travis Banks got beat up backstage. Oh, yeah. wow. He came out the ring, but he also came out waiting for Jordan to come out, got beat up again. Uh, and then uh, Johnny Sane and um, what's the other guy Scala Sinco- S- S- Sid Scala Sid Scala come out and was like we knew you would do something like this mate so what we have done I don't know what actually I don't know <laughs> what we've done is uh, prepared uh, a, a surprise opponent for you in case he did something like this and it was like oh, who's it going to be and obviously it was his mentor we trained him in oh, the crowd went, went wild. Wild. Hey, you went wild. I went wild. You nearly my phone. I did. I nearly. I did. Yeah. I love Finn Balor. Did you know Finn was going to perform? Well, I, need, I didn't know he was going to perform that night, but when as soon as he's. Because Jordan Devlin caught in the mic, it doesn't matter who you're going to bring. Out. Oh, yeah. The best was like, Irish wrestler. Oh, as soon yeah. as he said that, that you're like, yeah. oh, okay. okay. Finn Balor. But no, I had no idea they were going to do the switcheroo. Yeah. But that was, that was a good match. Yeah, it was a very good match. You put yeah. him over quite well. Yeah, nice. And. Don't you think jo- um, Jordan? Well. He looks amazing. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Finn looks great. Finn looks amazing. Finn Jordan look- Devlin has Finn, a really big great. head. No, but he looks like I don't know what it is now. I think. Did you see him on Monday? I have a feeling. Just Vince, Vince, Vince just saw nice. him and was like, "Oh, he looks amazing," and put him against because you know he's gonna he's got number contenders. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think I don't know. Is this randomly? He's, he's not gonna win though. No, of course, of course not. Next up, David Mastiff versus. Eddie Eddie You haven't heard it yet, but in the winner's interview of this, Skillet forgot Eddie Dennis's name. Yeah. To his face. No. Yeah, no, no to I interviewed, his, I, I interviewed his opponent yeah. who won. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, so uh, tell me about that match with you and uh <laughs> <laughs> And he was just like, hmm. So yeah, I've uh, wrestled Eddie before. <laughs> he was nice about it. He was. He was. Um, what do you think of this match? Um, it was it? okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was, it was okay. a nice little no no qualification. Yeah. Match. No bar. You know, they used tables. They used yeah. kendo sticks. Yeah. I kind of used whatever the crowd wanted. It was an okay match. It was a nice. It's bad to say. It was a nice filler. It was mm. nice to watch. I could go get a drink. It was nice. His ring attire. Well, let's talk about that. Who's ring attire though? Eddie Dennis. Because yeah. um, Dave, Dave Mastiff was a tribute to Vader. Yeah. It's like, that it was, was nice. Time yeah. And had the black and red. But Eddie Dennis's. I, I don't know what was going on there. No. It was weird. I feel like they don't know how to dress teachers. Is that the idea like, he was coming up with? Dean. Remember Dean Douglas's yeah, finger tie? The Dean. That was awful. That was terrible. With the explanation mark yeah. and the. It's very similar to that. Mm. So I don't know why they feel like teachers are dressed like that. And obviously, match likers. Yeah. Very short underpants. It was with the. Please, no. He is. You look like you're enjoying that way too much. Okay, and we'll move on, please. The stripes down the crush. Stop touching your penis. Thank you. Yeah, but it was alright. Yeah, it was good match. That's alright. Eddie Dennis showed very a lot of strength. He shows. He shows promise. He showed promise. Yeah. And Tony Storm is the Rhea Ripley. Oh, that was a good match. I thought it wasn't as good as I thought it would be, though. It was yeah. a good match, but it could have been better. Yeah. I think mean, they've had better matches. Yeah. Um, but it was still a good match. Yeah. Um, Tori Stubb is now the new women's NXT UK champion. Yeah. Um, she had a rough rough few weeks. Yeah, personal issues and so, stuff. She wasn't there for... The I didn't think she was going to win. I was saying, I didn't think she was going to win because I didn't think she would want to do any media or things mm. like that. But she did win. No, good for her. That's good. It was a good match. It was nice. I just yeah. I just, a uh, lot of rough headbutts. Loved it. They did it was the, the Shibata headbutts, which really nearly that, which ended Shibata's career. So, <laughs> oh, really? so, girls, be careful, please. Oh wow! Please don't do this. And um, <laughs> sorry, that's not funny. And um, the main event. Main event. Pete Dunne versus Joe Coffee. Uh, Coffee is in a, in a group called Gallus. Gallus. Gallus was 
Gallus. 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 They're Scottish. Ah. Gallus. 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 So it's uh, shit. Gallus, mate. With a fucking shit. No, that's two different. Ac- Never mind. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the other two from Gallus, Mark Coffee, fucking and shit, mate. <laughs> no, okay, that's not Indian. That's not Indian. So they walk into the fuck you, Mark. <laughs> fuck you, mate. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> fuck you, Mark. <laughs> the bike runs into Fergie. Sorry, guys. You've never seen this. Um, what, what's it? What's it called again? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> what? Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> what's it called? What's the word he says? Are you coming fast? Why are you coming fast? Yeah, yeah. I want him to be a wrestler. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Fergie? The crowd's going to work with Fergie! Don't go anywhere! The crowd's going nuts. Fuck you, man! The crowd's going crazy. And then when the crowd say it with them, why are you coming? <laughs> awesome. All right. I'm gonna sign him. That'd be my first NXT UK performer. Anyway, Pete, that was a Joe Coffee. Gallus walks into the ramp, but they they went backstage. Yep. Joe Coffee told them, and he told us in the interview, he wants to do this by himself. Yep. He wants to prove that he's the real king. I felt the match started off quite slow. It did. I wasn't really into it at first, but then the second half of the match really picked up the pace. Yeah. I was so thrilled. I was so into it. It was an outstanding match. Great bumps, even with. A few things that might have went wrong. It didn't really mm. matter. It didn't affect the match, and I felt it was yeah. It was just so entertaining. I love the I love the finish as well. Yeah. Pizza yeah. hits him with the the bitter end. He kicks out and then he snaps his fingers once and he taps out. Done. So anyway, Pete does celebrating the ring as the crowd's going nuts, Ooh. and then you hear his Walter's theme song, which is the same theme song he had in progress, and the crowd is going wow. wild okay. and they're singing along, and Walter stands out looking like a bad man, and I totally forgot they signed Walter. Like I knew they signed him back in October, right. and I totally forgot. Right. So when he came out, I was a bit like, oh yeah, because I had a feeling somebody was gonna come oh, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, of course, Walter is like I don't know if you remember a wrestler called Masawa. He was back in AJPW. No. Uh, he died in the ring, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He like he was like known for his chops. He would give you like a hard nine-inch chop. He wrestles like him. Like he does these sickly, ghastly chops that you can hear from the miles away. Tenth, nineteenth row, right. 19th, whatever, whatever, depending where we are. And you know, leave like red marks in your skin. And yeah, he's like him. So yeah, he's gonna be one. And he's, he's really, he was really a big, big name in progress. So he's gonna be. But he hasn't wrestled for NXT UK yet. That was his like in, that, was his that was his like debut, debut. and, then his, and he, he had his in ring debut on the NXT the next UK night, show yeah. aftermath. After okay. after. yeah. uh, but right. I think he'd be the one to end Pete Dunn's career. Uh, not career. Um, <laughs> career. Streak. Streak. There we go. Which is what six hundred days. One, two, the streak is over. No, but that one brought Lesnar Pete. Yeah. yeah. Um, so are we going to Raw now then? So, I'll uh, tell you, what do you rate um, NXT taking my brand pool out of five? <laughs> um, I will give it a three and a half. Really? I'll give it a four. Four and a half. It's just... Um, no, three and a half is a fair... Actually, that's a fair yeah. one. That's a fair result. Yeah. Okay. It was a slow it. start to the, um, the, the, um, the last match. Mm. And then uh, Dave Mastiff and Eddie Dennis and then... Mm. Tony Storm and thing could have been better but yeah it, it was a great all around and it was great to be in the crowd the UK crowd is amazing like I love their chants their chants were yeah. awesome they did like Vince are you watching are yes. you watching are you watching Vince McMahon are you watching Vince McMahon and when the crowd said I'm like shut up shut up oh they loved it <laughs> people came up to skillet afterwards like that was great man <laughs> shut up <laughs> And um, then obviously there's that Gibson. You're my shoes off. No, you're actually Shoes off. If you hate Gibson, shoes off. If you hate Gibson, and stand up. If you get Gibson, if you don't start sit down. If you get Gibson, and obviously the Tyler Tyler Bay, Tyler Tyler Bay, la 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 la. And these guys, Tony Storm. I mean, my grid of position brothers. They try to start a chant. Tony Stomp. Didn't work. Tony Stomp. Someone turned to me and said, God, no. 
Everyone was looking at him like, no. But it will. No, it wasn't happening. It is time. It's not. It's not going to happen. All right. Um, news before we get to Raw or SmackDown. The revival. Yeah. Has asked Vince for the release. release. Oh, no. I am not surprised because Vince is not using them well. Mm. Keep going. Why do you say that? Well, at the beginning, they've just been... Okay, so in NXT, they, I thought they were amazing at NXT. I thought when they'd come up, yeah. they would be something... They would be a force to be reckoned with. That They would be at the top. They would come in, fuck shit up, done. Mm. But they've come in kind of mellow. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of stayed on that, that wavelength. They haven't, they haven't progressed to the, the point that they should they be. In? Oh, because he said something. What did he say? No. The entertainment thing. One of them got injured. No. They got injured. Yeah. For 11 months Yeah he got injured And then what? And then they came back And, and, then, they, and then got injured again And then Vince must still. be thinking what, what is this? Oh that's true so you think but, him? Look what happened to Bat Yeah He got injured And he hasn't been the same since They were pushing him hard Yeah He got injured that's true So is this one of those things Just like Vince is just Keeping it safe for now Mm-hmm I think this year they actually would have done something with Revival this year. It looked like they were starting. Yeah. Haven't they? How long have they been in the main roster? Oh, about a year? Year and a bit? No, no, they've been in longer. Mm-hmm. Has it been longer? No, nah, it's been longer than a year. It's definitely been longer. It's definitely been longer than a year. I'm going to type in, in Google the Revival's debut. It's I think it's been a year. It's or maybe, under, uh, maybe a year and a bit. You, can't, you just said you got injured for 11 months. That has to be oh, longer yeah, than a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, oh yeah, so the debut. Okay, yeah, you're right. The debut April 2017. Right. Wow. But it does look like it did look like they were starting to do stuff with them. Yeah, I think they were. Just like they kept the getting robbed of the or the championships. I think they want to face Young Bucks because obviously Young Bucks and Revivals had this little online rivalry. Yeah. They've been standing for each other. You know, the independent scene. Young Bucks and Cody started the whole fuck Revival chant. So I think now that Cody and Young Bucks have their own co- op- um, organization, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they've actually contacted Revival. Approach them. Like, you know, they want it, yeah. And we do a program with you guys because obviously they know how sick Revival are. Isn't it sad we'll never get Revival Usos? Oh, man. Um, That's made me sad. Yeah, that's made me sad too. But we might still. How? I mean, it depends. Biz might, not give it, Biz might say, no, you're not, you're not going anywhere and we're going to give you a big push. Relax your skin. You never know. I feel like when you ask for your release, Vince will give it to you. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Who, who they're pushing it in the Senate? So I guess Lucha House Party will be... Oh, no. please. No. They're amazing, though. <laughs> they won't. Mm-hmm. Nah. Huh? No, they're fun, no. they're fun. They're fun, but... but no. love Mexican. I don't think they'll push them <laughs> Sorry, that's not true. I think LP will get it back first. Hey, Flu and I spoke, to, uh, uh, spoke about me and Gene in the last episode of out what's your fun memories of no, me and Gene Oakland? Mean Gene, yeah. Uh, mean is just he was just the guy I think I disliked everything about Mean Gene, yeah. He's just a very lovable person. Mm. Yeah. I know I posted the Booker T video on yeah. Instagram. Um, it, I mean, he didn't even flinch when Booker dropped the end bomb, but that's fine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't, do you know what? This, it's funny because all my favorite Mean Gene moments were not really about Mean Gene, right? Unfortunately, but. Without Mean Gene in the moment, it probably wouldn't have been the same moment. Yeah. Does that sure. make sense? Sure. So yeah, big up to rest in peace to Mean Gene. Um, before we talk about Raw and Smackdown, should we talk about AEW? Yes. All Elite Wrestling. Um, before I talk about what they uh, what they are all about, um, Ace, Yo. are you excited to see another promotion potentially rival the WWE? Yeah. And is it good for wrestling? It's 100% good for wrestling. Like they, WWE had really no real competition. Although like we can see that independent wrestling is probably bigger than it's ever been before. There's no, I don't feel like any company looked like it was anywhere near close to rival, being a rival for WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, TNA was looking good at a point. Then they just flopped. Mm. and I think everyone else is just comfortable with being a good independent company mm-hmm. whereas these guys look like they're coming for it they want it yeah they're coming they actually, for WWE yeah they yeah. want it so I think this is going to make it really really interesting I mean apparently AEW is asking its wrestlers to assume less of the risks of pro wrestling while also giving them more of the rewards and it can lead to an exodus of talent from WWE really so apparently like, a lot of people are loving 
the stuff that AEW. Apparently, a lot of the stuff they do things for, like they're gonna shop, they do, they're gonna, they're gonna hold events, and the, and the and the proceeds will go towards people that's been affected from gun crime. Oh wow! Like a lot of stuff opposite to what WWE are doing, you know. And it's like, it's it's interesting. Um, apparently, men and women of the same stature will get paid the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else is there? There was other stuff they did. Wouldn't it be funny if this whole thing um, was Vince? When's, when's the lo- <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Wouldn't that just be amazing? When's the losses means more than anything. When, like, really? It's probably important. When's the losses, so they're going to probably run it like a sport. Okay. Mm. I mean, it's... It's interesting. Apparently, Chris Jericho... The reason why Chris Jericho... I, I, knew, I knew it was going to be serious shit when Chris Jericho signed. You know why? Why? Because Chris Jericho never signed the TNA. Okay. He never signed the TNA. He yeah. had a chance to go to TNA. Yeah. He never went. And I'm wondering, why are you... If you've never been TNA, why would you go to AEW? It's because AEW's got more money. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they got a chairman. Uh, yeah, how have they got... Where's their money? The from? Jaguar. The, the guy who owns the Jaguars and Fulham. Yeah. Some Indian brother. Yeah. His son is going to run AEW. Amazing. Mm. And they got more money. So and they've got, got millions. they got millions. Yeah. They're going to do shows in the MGM Grand, where WWE's going to be in the boxing yeah. in Vegas. And yeah. Mm. They might get uh, Michael Buffer back with the Let's Get Ready to Rumble! Who do we think is going to leave WWE to go AEW? AJ Styles, probably. Why do people keep saying that? Why would you, if you're AJ Styles, why would you leave? Because he's probably getting, he'd probably get more money. And do you think AJ, well, I find it, why, get a less schedule. What I think is funny, it's weird. Less schedule. Let me tell you why. Because AJ Styles is a family man. I hear you, but if you're AJ Styles, you're not unhappy at WWE. He's not. You he's can't not be. Yeah. He's not unhappy. So but why I would think he would like then? to see his family more. He's not going to leave. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, okay. I don't think AJ. Maybe Dolph. I could see Dolph leaving. Dolph, I feel like Dolph could have left ages ago. I think he wouldn't. He needed I think something. Zach Ryder would leave. Zach Ryder definitely. He needs okay. To. But I think I think Dolph needed something to be on that level because he's right. comfortable yeah, at yeah, WWE. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's comfort in it. But now he'd have like a proper chance with like a company that's going to pay him yeah. as he should be paid. So I think he could possibly go. Are, you, are we going to watch this? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Monday Night Wars are back. Of yeah, for sure. Remember yeah. how it was oh, that Saturday yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You think the channel... We ne- we ne- they needed this. They really needed... WWE needed this badly well, because they were getting excited. complacent. We have, to, we have to see it for ourselves first before we think there's going to be anything like the Monday Night Wars. I feel you know? like Cody has the vision and um, the Young Bucks that it will... I just don't... Uh, it will succeed. Mm. Can you imagine the Monday Night... In the atmosphere. The Monday Night Wars with social media, oh, it would have been, been lit. It would have been so sick. Well, hopefully, we have it now. Yeah, so I'll just like, be watching. You'd actually just watch the whole two, two things. Exactly. <laughs> like people going at each other on Twitter. Everyone's gonna be calling everyone out from each company. It's gonna be sick. I hope so. Man. It's gonna be sick. We'll see what happens, man. Um, and obviously, yeah, it'd be a lighter schedule. And yeah, we'll see, man. They got good funding. Hopefully, they don't. But apparently, they got a TV deal on the way. So we'll see. Wow. Um, has got to be nervous. Well, he should be. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Raw. Unfortunately, I've been super busy that I have not seen anything since NXT UK. So, okay, so you haven't seen anything from Raw? I've seen, I've seen bits. Like I haven't watched it, but I know what's happened. Before we Some. start with Raw, Ace, your thoughts on the Bro Strowman? <laughs> <laughs> promo from last week yeah amazing so him uh, kind of buried him really yeah but he yeah. did one before as well didn't he bury him before this one was the worst was though, it man. oh it oh, was so bad if I'm correct if, I'm, if, I'm correct, if I stand correct I think Raw kicked off with Strowman this week I think he came out yeah and him and Corbin had a few back to back words Vincent yeah. Man came out so basically him and Strowman had some words um then sorry and then Strowman chased Corbin backstage. That's it. But the, oh, I ripped Vincent Man's car door, yeah, which was so and, ridiculous. And then stupid. ripped off Vincent Man's car door and then turned the limo over as well. Oh, of course And he so did. as a result of that, he was taken out of the Royal Rumble match. Right. Royal Rumble, sorry, the um, Universal title match. Yeah. Because of what he did to Vince's car. Right. And then... Uh, was John Cena come out. Yeah. So then Vince set up a fatal four-way with John Cena. Drew McIntyre. Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Finn Balor said stuff like, "You never believed in me, Vince. Yeah. These people believe in me. Yeah. He's using real life stuff yeah. in a storyline again, like they did with Daniel Bryan. It's interesting." Are we just going to skim for a lot of this? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I, I thought this was a really good roar, by the way. It you might have been one of my favorite roars of the last six I love the, I love the Ooh, fifth four match. I love, I love the really four match with Cena. That was giving a lot of time. The triple threat match was amazing as well. The triple threat match was outstanding. Amazing. Bro. Who was that between? Um, Bobby Lashley, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we got a new. Intercontinental champion. Hey, Leo Rush my man. The best, man. My, I told you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. My man. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> he's really good. And he's an outstanding wrestler. He is very good. Like, no, he's really Leo Rush is the future, man. Yeah. He's the future. Flu doesn't like him yet. No? Flu doesn't like him because he's black. Flu, you're not. Oh, no, he doesn't. Nah, Don't put that out there. Flu is annoyed with him because the way he talks. I, I get that. A lot of people are annoyed with Leo Rush the way he talks. But he will, um, he will prove everybody wrong. Yeah, man. I, I think that was. I think giving uh, Lashley the icy title was the right move. That was a great yeah. move. People loved it as well. We're jumping all over the place. Let me go back to the Fatal Four Way quick. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they didn't start percent of uh, Fatal Four Way, but even before that, for some strange reason, Finn Balor had to fight Jinder Mahal. Why, so we had to fight to get into Fatal Four Way. Oh, so you just knew he was going to win then? I didn't know that. I felt like he they gave him an extra match to, to make him lose. Didn't you so think they're, they're doing a bit no, like Daniel Bryan kind win. of thing. Oh, really? Because of that. Yeah, he did the segment. Basically, he did the Daniel Bryan segment. segment. I knew Finn was going to win. You, you knew that he was going to win the whole thing? Because of the gender segment, yeah. Well, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, um, Finn Balor is the new universal number one contender. Tell you, you happy now? You've only got you one. I know. It's been a long time coming. Mm. I'm excited. Anything else from Raw that we didn't mention? Well, obviously, Bobby Lash is the new color champion. Yeah. Altered, uh, um, oh, those things are terrible. <laughs> Heavy Machinery. Uh, oh, the debut. And Altered, what's his name? Devonovich? Dokovic. Dokovic or something like that. Altered Dokovic, I think. Something yeah. like that. Um, they interrupted um, Alexa Bliss's um, unveiling of the new women's tag team. That looks nice. And that was just a terrible segment. That was embarrassing and awkward. Why would they come in and interrupt Alexa Bliss? Sasha Banks and Ronda Rousey had a great promo. They did. When they were cussing each other yeah, out. Well, good. they were trying to be cool with each other, but <laughs> Sasha took it the wrong way. And that was very good. That was really good. That was very good. And was, I'm really sorry, Sasha. I didn't mean it that way. And yeah. Sasha goes, I'm going to choke you out. Uh, we had a cameo from <laughs> EC3. EC3 had a little cameo. Ooh, Lucy, EC3. Uh, Lucy Evans had a cameo. <laughs> what, Taylor? Like EC3. I do that, like EC3. I do. He's his money, babes. No, he's really not. He's really not. See, but I just like I like his charisma. I love his charisma. Please give it you the day. He's giving me a side eye. I love his charisma. He's not the best wrestler at all, but I love his charisma. I like Easy Free. Yeah. Lucy Evans. Still hates me now. I did a little backstage segment. Nikki Cross debut. Nikki Cross debuted as well. Did she debut before already in SmackDown? Officially now. Oh, okay. Is she on SmackDown? Yeah, she's on Raw. Oh, okay. No, not necessarily, because they said that uh, all of the four people that have um, debuted. debuted will be on both shows before they tell us which show they're going to be on. Oh, right, okay. Right, yeah. Oh, okay. Well... Have you heard all this stuff about Lars Sullivan as well? Yeah, he had an anxiety attack. Apparently, he like, might, might walk. Wow, really? Like, yeah, Is it like, too much for him? He keeps. He's supposed to, like, debut on Raw the last two weeks, I believe. Yeah. Even in, I think, they're only dark matches as well, and he gets scared and just doesn't come out. Really? He's ruining his career. Yeah, he is. That's really sad because they're they're gonna gonna give, they're they would have loved him. That was Vince's boy. He's done takeovers and stuff. Like, it must Maybe be like, it's this much a bigger crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's TV, it's bigger crowd, it's live. That's it's, really sad. Because he's actually quite talented. Maybe he just has, he has anxiety, like, serious anxiety. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. I haven't read up on it. I that size of anxiety. I mean, that's really ignorant. That's a very ignorant thing to say. But yeah, I hope it goes well for him. All Hopefully, he'll debut us, next I week. I rate you, man. Come out, man. Um, I'm excited. You look a puss. Don't say that. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> oh joking. my gosh. I've, I feel so lost. I really did. That's, that's, give us SmackDown, really. That's sad, man. That's really sad. I, I, I never knew that was. Actually, I knew it was deep. I had an anxiety attack. I didn't know it was going to be that bad. Wait. Really. So what was? Wait. Before we go there, what's happening with Braun Strowman? Is he injured or? No, I think <laughs> I think he's still injured. That's why I don't think <laughs> oh, he's actually okay, been Yeah, cleared. I thought that was. The, I, I thought that's that's that would be the reason. They're probably going to give him. Yeah, actually, I don't even know. I feel like after that promo last week, I wouldn't. I think he's I would, done. I wouldn't give him a belt. Is he, he finished done. with uh, along with Baron Corbin? Are they both? I don't mind like Corbin though. I think Corbin can come back at any yeah, time. Yeah, Corbin's out. I think, I think he's got enough heat. I think that, Corbin's getting. Get, no, I like Corbin. I'm yeah. just saying, like they yeah, really tried to. I know you do. But a lot of people give Corbin stick, stick. man. He's done that bad. And they kind of put everything need to on change him. Change his ringer. Stop letting him wrestle in shirts yeah, and ties. Really he's no longer the constable. Give him a new look. Uh, in a smack of Downeth, um I think the Iconics interrupted Asuka and Becky Lynch. Right. Um, and I think, didn't 
Becky Lynch punch one of them in the throat. Because Asuka and Becky Lynch are having a problem because they're going to face each other yeah. in the room. And then yeah. Icon has come out, and I think Becky Lynch punched one of them in the throat. Oh, wow. Nice. On act by accident? Or? Well, it was, just, it was planned, but oh, it, was okay. like, it looked sick, it looked vicious. Nice. She's the man. I like that, I like I that little segment with New Day where she's coming, she confronts, she confronts someone backstage, I can't remember what it was. And then Co- um, Xavier was just drinking some milk or ambiguous was like, and then Xavier's chef popped over and had the man. <laughs> and it was so, like, the timing was sick. The timing was sick. Um, Shane and The Miz had a little rivalry with The Bar because they're going to have a match together at Royal Rumble. And um, they attacked The Bar. Why is Shane They attacked The Bar? Yeah. Okay. Can we give someone else space instead of Shane? I think like Shane and Vince, Shane and Miz were having a promo, and then the bar came out to take the piss out of him, and then they attacked the bar, beat them up, and I think the bar's gonna probably beat them up. Of course they are. They uh-huh. better. But I don't want to see Shane versus. I, I don't want to see, see Shane, Shane wrestling, wrestling at all. Exactly. Well, anything with Daniel Bryan? Is he still just mouthing off? Oh, Bryan got attacked backstage by AJ Styles. The new Daniel um, Bryan. Because AJ Styles, because Bryan attacked him last week. Yeah. They just go and threw hot dog stuff at him. And yeah. Hot dog meat. And and then uh, and Samoa Joe attacked uh, Mustafa Ali oh, why? because really? uh, they were going to have a match and Joe right, got okay. attacked him and does it look like anything's happening with Joe? no it's going to be them two as a rivalry so uh, Joe is probably Joe, Joe has been set up to put over talent he's not going to be used unfortunately like I would like him to be used and I have to accept this now this is my so brother Samoa Joe who I know will be in the WWE uh, is not going to be uh, used to win any titles um, he might win US he probably win that, but uh, he won't As win a the thank world. You. And he would. Um, he's gonna put up a talent. He's there that to is make sad. I know that's really sad. Joe AEW. Yeah, they, he, they should he should go then if he's not gonna be put yeah. over there because he should have been champion a long time. Now, ago. when I see these two wrestling in the ring, it I've, reminds me of Eddie and Ray in '98. I've heard about this. On Jodice and Amasu, I've always said it's the future of this business. People are gonna laugh at me. May the wrestling connoisseur. Um, Andrade's finally turning some heads. People are really, really paying attention to this guy now, and the internet is buzzing about Andrade now. And I think he's going to get a massive push. Their match against Ray was fantastic. People were just saying, people drawing parallels to Eddie and Ray. Really? Ray said it himself, "This guy reminds me of Eddie. Like he is fantastic, man. And I'm so happy for Andrade, man. Who won? Uh, Andrade. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah, he beat Ray. So was that the main event? I think that was like the main match. I don't think it was the main event. Um, it was the main. Yeah, I think it was actually. That was okay. the main. That was the main event. Yeah, everything else was kind of like segments. <clears throat> All right, we have to wrap soon, but I do want to ask you guys quickly: Who's going to win the f- women's tag team championships? The first ever. Yeah. I think it's going to be. I think no, it'll be Boston wait. Connection, isn't it? Wait, when is it? No, it's in an Elimination it, Chamber. Actually, it might it's going to be Sasha Banks the, and Bailey. Boston really? Hugs. Yeah. Well, Even Boston Hugs Collection, isn't it? Who? Yeah, but I hate that name. Though. I don't, really think, they, I don't think they will. It probably won't be them. It'll probably be... Uh, I think it'll be the Iconics. Oh, no, please. No, no, no. I think no, it will be. No. I, don't, I think Sasha Banks is just going to come off the back of a main event match with Ronda Rousey at the Rumble. She's going to lose, obviously. She's going to lose, but yeah. I can't imagine she's going to go straight to tag team titles. Okay. I, I thought that's kind of how why they were building them up so early on yeah. to be a tag team so that they could come into this. Like with Naomi and Asuka, but that kind of is a bit weird still. Yeah. They're definitely gonna, not going to win. So it's them, Iconics. Is it Riot Squad? Oh, yeah, Riot Sonya Squad. Deville and Manny. It might be Riot no. Squad. It might be Riot Squad. It might be Riot Squad. Mm. I'll give Ruby it to Riot, them. yeah. I'll go with Iconics. Uh, I'm gonna say I like Sasha Iconics. Banks. I just don't think they'll I just be... don't want them to win. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be good. I mean, you never know. They might it could, be, it would be actually be. a really good be, for them. It could be Naya and um, Michael. Oh, Tamina. Naya oh. and Tamina. Mm. That would make sense. It yeah, would Vince, actually. Vince's connection to the Samoan. Yeah. Yeah. Samoa would be proud. Oh, it's going to be them, isn't it? Actually, no. I think. Oh, because wait. If you win the title, does that mean you can be on? You'll be on both shows. Yeah. I actually think that Iconics going to win. I think it needs to start on SmackDown. Mm. I'm going to go with Iconics. And who's going to win the Rumble? I've I've said it from earlier. I Drew, think Drew, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that's what I, I thought Seth. as well. Steph Lesnar. No. Do I want to see that? That's too predictable. I don't know. I think there's still a way to get to Seth Lesnar. Yeah. 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 But I think Seth deserves a Rumble win. He does, but it's not going to be against Brock Lesnar. He'll be number two then. He'll be like the last guy yeah. 
Who did you say? Drew, Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. Drew McIntyre and Lesnar would be a match. No, I don't. I feel like I don't feel like I don't know if Drew's gonna get there. But I still is it gonna like be like one of those twists? Like yeah. he's gonna lose it in some kind of round. I don't know. It would be great if Drew wins the rumble. And then debuts on SmackDown with the old Drew McIntyre music. And he challenges Daniel Bryan. It won't be. But who's going to Bryan going to face? I don't know. Strange. It is strange. I think that's something to be a face. But anyway, we've got to go. We're going to wrap up. Um, Ace, you were able to use all the stuff for the one extra, right? Yes, thank you so much for that. So they all heard that stuff that I. Yeah, I gave you. I will cut all your stuff out, but I cut your voices out. But yeah, no, but you used. (laughs) (laughs) I did give you love for that. I did. I didn't actually shout you out. You should listen back. Thank you. I know you don't listen to my show, but it's fine. I mean, I only just downloaded BBC Sounds, so okay, I will uh, actually see, listen to it. I will. To the Roy show. You're up to the time. I am now. All right, Roy guys. Johnson, big up yourself, man. Big up to Roy, big wavy. Uh, to and thank week. you to everybody in the WWE. We love you guys. Yeah, we'll you. see you in New York. Definitely. For sure. All right, later. Peace.